0: Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show and uh, we are excited because we are welcoming Jared of Head P.E. Oh, you know Head P.E. So many great songs that they produced uh, throughout the years and they are actually celebrating 20 years of their breakthrough album, Broke. So coming up next in just a few and a whole lot more, Jared of Head P.E. Coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready, you're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, right, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Gonna...
1: Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Vital. Go fly. Guidance.
0: So... Surgeon. Go Go. light. We're go flight. GNC. We're go. Delta. Go. Control. Go. Go. FAO. We are go. Network. Go. Recovery.
1: Go. go. Go this is Houston. We are going to the Roman, the Roman show. show
0: with your host Rodolfo Roman well welcome everyone this is another uh, episode of the Roman show for the week of august 16 2020 I am your host Rodolfo Roman uh, coming to you from a very hot, warm, and humid South Florida in another day that we live in this pandemic uh, that just doesn't seem like it's stopping anytime soon, Uh, so we're still practicing the protocols uh, that have been set by the government and they're just being really careful uh, of what we do out there in public, wearing the uh, mask, uh, washing your hands. Uh, constantly uh and just just taking care of your well-being uh, that's that's all really that we can do uh is to protect ourselves and our loved ones and hopefully very hopeful uh that one day very soon rather soon than later uh this will all come to an end and we can go back uh and enjoy our lives hell it's been probably pretty quite a long time that i've seen some of my friends to be honest um Like, I've seen a couple, but really I can count them, to be honest. But hey, we're here. Uh, Thankfully, we still got technology, uh, such as FaceTime and Skype and Zoom and all those things, but we gotta live through it every single time. And the most important part is that we all stay safe and and healthy, and that's all we can do. Uh, I see all the negativity all the time there on social media, but... It's really no time for that, man. Listen, we're able to stay home. We're able to watch our our favorite programming, whether it be live streaming or watching some sports now that we got baseball and basketball and hockey, MMA, and everything else that you want. So you can't ask for too much, man. Just stay your ass home. Protect yourself. And and an advice I tell people, you know, thankfully, you know, if, if you have work, of course, there are some that do not have work and. Hopefully that changes in their end. But if you do, be smart, save money, and when the time is right, right, invest. uh, Because that's all you can do right now. But hey, let's talk some sports. But first off, let's go ahead and uh, give a special thanks here to our good friends at PenaltyBoxTraining.com. They have developed this great tool for exercising. Visit them at PenaltyBoxTraining.com. It, is, uh, it really is looks sort of like an agility uh, exercise ladder, uh, but so complex, so easy to use. It fits in a book bag, and you could take it anywhere uh, that you go. You can visit PenaltyBoxTraining.com. Manscaped, you heard me talk about Manscaped, and listen, especially right now during the heat, the less hair, the better it is for you, for me at least. And the best tool to use to shave your pubes down there is none other than Manscapes. So head on over and use, uh, visit the website manscapes.com and purchase your tool right now. And keep yourself clean down below. Class of 2020, they take it back to the roots. And I've, I've had an opportunity of listen, to listen to some of those tracks. And I have to tell you, they really do take it back. Uh, To what Broke was And You'll be very very happy with what you hear The album will be available for streaming This Friday uh, The 21st Of August So make sure you pick that up That's August This Friday you can pick it up 20 years of celebration Sorry 21st 21st of August you can pick that up Purchase it or stream it On your favorite streaming platform. Well, let's talk some pro wrestling. What's going on in the world. WWE um, has signed a deal with the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. And they're going to be using the arena starting uh, this week with SummerSlam. Uh, There's words that they will be using virtual fans such as uh, Major League Baseball. Has had this into place. And we haven't heard yet. If they're going to be using the fake crowd noise. But I think that could add. Some more spectacle to it. But you can have so much fun. If you were to add these virtual fans. Just think about. All the nonsense that you can put on these. Cardboard cutouts or whatever they have in mind. Or hell even put a green screen. Surrounding it and you could put fake fans. But. With the sound. Um, and even with the fake fans, it, it can change the 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 the, the parameters, the ambience. Um, because recently, I mean, let's be honest, uh, WWE has been kind of dull because of the lack of fans. It, the fans really make the make the show, man. I mean, let's just be honest. And by adding that crowd noise, although it's fake, still changes the element of it, and. It just allows us to just enjoy just a little more, I, in my opinion. I'd, you you can argue with me. Uh, you can shoot me an, in, uh, an email at info at And by the way, follow us on our socials, RomanDH uh, is my personal one. But you can go ahead and visit us here on our socials. That's at The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Facebook and on Instagram. But I like the concept. I like the idea. I hope they move forward with the fake fans uh, or the virtual fans and add the noise. I think the noise will really change it up a bit. I was watching baseball last night and it makes a difference. Adding the, fan, adding the crowd noise really makes a difference. You almost forget that the fans uh, are, are, are there. You, you really don't pay attention. You're just listening to the sound and it adds a lot to the game. So hopefully they move forward with that. Now SummerSlam is this weekend. Also you have NXT TakeOver. Uh, So many great matches. One I'm looking forward to is Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre for the championship belt. Uh, As you know that leading up to this match, the storyline has been great. Randy Orton has been doing some of the great best work that he's done in his entire career. Very sadistic, uh, conniving. Such great talent Randy in. Randy Orton is, no no doubt, a Hall of Famer. Uh, And and by now, many people have gone on on record and say, hey, is Randy Orton or MJF the great current heel? I'm going to have to say that Randy Orton is the better heel for the reason being that MJF is more of a comical heel and Randy Orton is really a serious heel, doing some nasty things that just low-blowing Ric Flair, a man who's in his 70s, Doing things like that, you know, disrespecting the legends. When a man opened up and started to cry right in front of him and he didn't care, he still low him. That just shows you the type of sadistic, evil person heel that Randy Orton is. And going into this match, I'm sure there is. Now, Monday Night Raw will take place tomorrow. Or we're recording this on a Sunday. Shawn Michaels is, up, is to appear on, uh, on Raw and we don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm sure that Randy Orton is going to continue with his Legends Killer gimmick and do something nasty that will have us keeping us, actually, uh, very vocal of what occurs with him and his heelish ways. So, you said, we're recording out here live, uh, out on the field. As uh, so you can see, you can hear some of the ambient sounds, but we wanted to take it outdoors. We wanted to take... Uh, enjoy some of the the sound and the noise um, Something that lately not many of us have been able to enjoy Because of the pandemic But we decided to take this baby outside and record a little bit And, and, and launch this podcast But listen, speaking about noise, speaking about uh, just music in general One thing that we do have to give credit to this pandemic Is that creativity has been great We've heard, we've heard so much music from great artists that perhaps they would have not been able to produce any music because they would be on the road. And Head P.E. is one of those bands. Jared joined us to talk about their latest album, which drops this weekend, Class of 2020. And he stated that if it wasn't really to the pandemic, this album probably would have not come to life. And just like Head P.E., so many other bands have put out so great music. Uh, acoustics too uh, For example I've, I've mentioned this many times uh, Metallica They did an acoustic version of Black And who would have thought um, Just the other day I was just catching Some of the covers uh, From Ashes Who New Has put up some great covers uh, Of songs that they have produced So at least there's one thing that's good During this pandemic. But listen We're going to welcome in Jared Of Head PE Joining us Right here on the promo, coming up next. Enjoy. So, first and foremost. Uh, Thanks so much for your time here, Jared of Head TV. New album coming out, Class of 2020. And and we'll talk a little bit about Broke, you know. Such a great album, released way back when. But later this month in August, it it marks actually the 20th anniversary of of that breakthrough album, Broke. But it technically came out August 22. But Class of 2020, the new album drops uh, the 21st. What can you tell me about this album? Uh, first Blood, the new single, is out. Very heavy stuff. Loving it. Um, what can you attribute to, to some of the lyrics behind... Uh, let's just start off with the first single here, First Blood. What can you attribute that, that those lyrics to?
1: I'll tell you what. First Blood is written about colonialism. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Huh. Colonialism. You know, just the part of history where um, uh, there were certain countries just kind of like using force to divide up the world <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you know, a, few, a, a few hundred years ago, right? right. So that's what the song is, is, the song is based on that, pure and simple. The whole record was written, you know, after the coronavirus hit okay. and my tour was canceled. Um, so, you know, a lot of the record deals with it, but it was written pre to the social unrest and all the George Floyd type shit. So, um, you know, the record was, uh, um, even though, like, some people hear First Blood and think it was written in response to the social unrest, but, you know, um, because some some, some topics just seem timeless, and, and anything having to do, you know, historical context of colonialism has a present day, you know. Uh, meaning always so that's where that came from, but you know what the music for, for first blood you could hear Definitely like uh, the clash on steroids, you know, just a heavy uh, Rock and roll punk rock influence, you know
0: Yeah, no, no doubt yeah. about that, And, and, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's so right what you say about that so many topics uh you know, you could go back a couple of years ago, twenty, ten years ago, and I'm just talking yeah. about just just metal, and they still play a role. I think I, I read the other day that Rage Against the Machine has is, has is been playing like crazy now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? And, and,
1: you know, it's so funny. As you were talking, I have, in my mind I'm thinking Rage, and then you say it. Yeah. So yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's just all it's all there. So you, you said this was written right when, when the tours canceled because of the corona stuff. Did you do you mention anything about the COVID-19 and the face masking and the oh, quarantine well, no. and all this other stuff?
1: Oh, dude. Well, I actually have a song that's called um, Nothing Lasts Forever, which is um, the ballad of C-19, which is just mm. about the shit, you
0: know,
1: <laughs> um, and my feelings at the time. kind of sounds like social distortion, uh meets, you know, Rancid meets uh, um, Dropkick Murphys. But, um, yeah, so I wrote a song all about it, you know. But, um, you know, because, you know, the Broke record has a 20th anniversary coming up, right? right. Uh, Which is like the day after
0: this new record comes out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just weird because... how things
1: just circle around or whatever because uh, (laughs) I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, you know how things just come around because um, just that whole sound. But what was the question? Because I don't want to just go off on my own.
0: No, I I I think you pretty much answered it, that you you do mention a little bit about about C-19. But you know how ironic it is, 20th anniversary anniversary, and you drop this album right about the same day uh, that broke... Was released 20 years ago, All right? Did, did you have this in mind or we just you know, what the hell? Um,
1: I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. So if it wasn't for c19. I would not have been able to come home and make a record mm. So it was not gonna happen, you know, so it's hard to talk about um, You know creating a silver lining when people have died in during this pandemic But still for those of us who are left around we have to go on with our lives and try to Make the best out of this bad situation. So you know, it was great that I I was able to come home and, I mean, come and do that recording. Or else, you know, one wouldn't be coming out because, um, you know, what's interesting is because you know, records used to always come out on Tuesdays. Right. You know, dude, twenty years ago, imagine that my band got signed before the internet even existed.
0: Right. I'm (laughs) such a fucking
1: geezer, homie. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Just.
0: I think I think Napster wasn't even around yet at that time. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, we're going you're, way back
1: yeah you're right no it wasn't bro there he was, was like, no such
0: thing as yeah.
1: exchanging tunes
0: no no like I
1: was just talking to my, my guitar player Chad you know and he was like when we used to when I used to want to show you a song I'd have to drive over to your apartment right you know, and then like those types of things I don't even think about anymore.
0: Right. Well, you know,
1: 20 years ago when we did Broke, bro, uh-huh. we did it on like the two tape, two tape machine. Wow. You know, it, it's like stacks of tapes <laughs> that had that you needed a box truck. And now I'm like, and then I was like a few years later, I was like, oh, wow, I've got my record in my backpack.
0: You know, on, yeah. a, on a
1: big external hard drive. Now it was like, oh, wow, I just sent my record to the label and it doesn't even exist except on the internet you
0: know yeah it's great it's funny you mentioned that cuz see back then you know we didn't have phones we didn't have CDs were just coming <laughs> right, along right. I, if i wanted to hear a song because i liked it i had to tune into the radio wait for it and just get on my cassette and record it you know but we were I,
1: just talking about yeah, that that's uh, why radio's not as important
0: right, right. Right, it's because
1: before it was your only place to hear your shit, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't own it. Yeah. Right, right. It's ironic in how we are. Hard. If, if only this generation knew how hard we had it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit. looking back, man. What are some of the songs from this album that you're looking forward to performing live on stage when all this crap is over with and we're able to go for the freaking jeez, Rodolfo,
1: you know what? You just put it there. Just being on stage is going to be amazing. And these songs were written, like, First Blood, because I'm going to play guitar finally when we go on tour again. And I can't wait to play guitar to First Blood, because you know, cause I suck at guitar and that's what makes it truly punk rock, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but um, that's how that song was written. Um, and uh, the songs were written so rock and roll with just guitar, bass, uh, drums and vocals. These A lot of head PE songs are kind of tricky to, 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 you know, cause we just kind of don't even think about sometimes how we're going to do it
0: live. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
1: it's that type of band head PE down through the ages. Like even on bro. Yeah, a lot of tech. That I, I use a lot of tech um, on Stampede, but on this one I didn't.
0: You know. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. If you look at your your history, your resume of records, you definitely have different sounds. You definitely test yourselves, you evolutionize. You just don't stick to the same sound, but still having a little <laughs> flavor of it. Right. You know, looking back to New World Orphans, you know, it's completely different to what you have, say, in uh, in Broke or or like you said, Stampede. Right. Different, different dude. type of things.
1: I, I don't have. You're so right, dude. Because I just don't. Uh, I don't. I get in trouble because I don't feel an allegiance to like any one sound. I just go for a certain feeling I get while I'm creating. And if it makes me feel like, whoa, you know, if it hits me right at the in the in the heart, then and cool. Uh, you know, several times the people who support me. Uh, oh, some of them are like, oh, you know, we don't. Di- We're not into that direction. But, you know, it's happened to me, too, when I was a kid and was a fan of, like, Rush, Uh okay? uh (laughs) And then they would come out with a a record where they all switched to playing keyboards (laughs) instead (laughs) of guitars, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, I've never done anything that drastic, but, you know, I will just, like, venture into other zones for a, a whole record. But this one isn't that. Class of 2020 is kind of what you want to hear. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like broke Good. in the way that the guitars are kind of done, but it's kind of a little more gritty and punk rock.
0: So I, I read a quote in one of the press releases here that, that that you said that some of these tracks bring you to tears. Can you just elaborate a little bit about that?
1: Well, dude, I gotta <laughs> I gotta tell you because like when I'm like. When I'm like up in my studio, okay, so I have a, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm not rich, middle class dude, but blessed to like get up out of bed, go walk up the stairs yeah. to a pretty sweet studio, mm-hmm. right? So it's like my life is intertwined with my music, you know. Um, so but I'll, I'm, I just go up there, and then you know, if I'm just hitting some like creativity that just I don't know, just hits me, just like. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to articulate why it brings, it puts a lump in my throat and tears in my eyes when I, and there's not even words yet, you know? (laughs) There's not even lyrics left yet. It's just the music and the progression that just hits me and makes me go, whoa, it somehow is is like, makes me like, uh, it makes, reminds me of my life, you know? Or it's like my life in a few bars because the way the progression is moving. I don't know, dude. But it's
0: a good feeling. Yeah, it it comes from the heart. And and I think, you know, just talking to you right now, you you are what what the definition of an artist, right? You go with what you feel, with whatever mood you're in. And and that's what makes an artist, Uh, whether it be lyrically or or painting. You go with the flow. You don't have to (laughs) just stick to one thing. No, I
1: do really do it. I guess all I was going to say is, like, it doesn't always work out when you're trying to, like, dude, I'll tell you what, because you you just got me onto this. It's Mm. like... When it comes to time, though, yeah. to like show ev- or let everyone else listen to your shit, that it's like, uh, you're really putting yourself out there. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a sacrifice because I hate, I think the word sacrifice is, is used too much. Um, I would, uh, but just to like, you put yourself out there, right? I mean, It's something that people don't generally have to do, you know, like, hey, here's what I did, check me out, and then people can go, oh, you suck, bro. (laughs) You know, even though I was up there, like, you know, getting all choked up about a tune, I put, or a record in its totality, you know, then half of the people are, are like, "Oh, that fucking sucks, bro." You thought this was good, and I mean, now in the day of the internet, it's just like people will say whatever. Oh, man, yeah. Like they don't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't even care if you spent ten thousand hours and put your entire soul into a song or a project they will tell you it sucks and you suck (laughs) and you should have never done that and and wasted your fucking time and their time dude and i'm and this is coming from a dude who i don't even i don't even go on social media but yet and still that type of shit will get to me i mean it i'll i'll have to expose to my myself to that sooner or later you know what i mean
0: but um. anyway, bro. But yeah, you're, yeah, sometimes <laughs> when you go on social media, it's like putting your foot in an amp pile, you know? But uh, you, looking back at your history, you, you've had so many collaborations. Uh, just the other day, I was listening to a song that you did with La John uh, and Broke. You You teamed up with Surge Tanky and a System of a Down. I mean, such, such great collaborations there. But any collaborations you're having on this new album?
1: Well, it's hard to call it a collab because it's just... Um, some of my favorite members of Head PE, ah. DJ Product, okay, and Chad Chazad Banecos, um, you know who are two of my dudes, the original dudes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but you know I've had so many different guys fly through the band 20 years later that I respect all of them. But to have some of these two old school cats from Huntington jump back on it's just like immediately as soon as you like dj product on track five last call as soon as he comes in with one of his drops you immediately recognize it and then um shazad who plays like slide guitar on greedy girl the track number seven um and me it's again like oh i hate to use the word nostalgia but why not it just brings back that back kind of 90s, like, the you know, Sweet. I was heavily influenced in the 90s by, like, the Beastie Boys and what they were kind of doing when they had their own studio yep. and recording it, like, yep. using it in a hip-hop way, you know, like, uh, Check Your Head and uh, Paula's Boutique, those those mm-hmm. records had a, a huge impact on me and so but when I hear Chazad it reminds me of that because for a while after the genre of what they ended up calling new metal came and went I kind of was like less into the kind of trippy noises and got more into just the straight ahead like rock punk rock type of stuff of you know old school like you know um, suicidal and minor threat type of Flash. you know what i mean yeah. like but i still but then i remember how, how what i was thinking in the 90s you know yeah because in the 90s i was more thinking like oh you know i was more influenced by nine inch nails and um probably nirvana and uh maybe Cypress Hill and Rage Against the Machine. You know what? It was just a different time. Right. People always try to judge things by the present time, you know, but you have to kind of go,
0: you can't, you have to. people are thinking different things in every era, you know. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Everything changes, but let's take it back to the good old days of the 90s, man. You know, we were talking before <laughs> before we started this interview and the recording here, but I, again, I remember seeing you guys on stage here in South Florida with the non-points, I want to say maybe I want to say maybe you guys were also on the same bill where Lincoln Park uh, was on. So I think yeah, you, you guys shared a stage. I actually remember that one. Yeah, I mean, so 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 much great. I can't remember the headliner, but
1: the three of us.
0: Yeah, yeah. On
1: point, Linkin Park and Head PE. Yeah, I and I did and I was on stage with Lincoln Park doing their hit that day. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I actually remember that, and I think Chad has. A film of that that we're going to show on the live stream because we have a live stream on the YouTube and the Facebook. We do it on the Instagram too, but it looks funny. But um, yeah, every Friday that I've been doing with Chad and DJ Prada <laughs> because it's the twentieth anniversary, right? And he right. has some film of that that uh, radio festival in Florida.
0: Yeah, such such as such, I mean, so many great bands came out of there. And, you know, looking back, most of the the bands that I can remember on that stage are still around. And uh, when you look at musicians and bands, not all of them survive. But you guys at PE have been around and you still keep cracking new music. You know, what's what's, what's (laughs) the secret, man? (laughs) You know?
1: Well, dude, you know what? Okay, so. Easy to sit and point to the bands that for me that uh, have had it easier than head P.E. that came out of that genre that made it much bigger and made tons way more money um, so much so easy to make that list <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for me to write that list out you know um, and to feel like you know uh, like I got shortchanged or not short change because, but, or like, I'm just not, I didn't live up to the moment. Mm-hmm. Short change is, implies that like, oh, I was good, but somebody shorted me. No. Like, I wasn't good enough to, to be like Corn, the tones or all these bands that, that made all the money. But then there's um there's a lot of bands that we can't name who who in the nineties were local bands never got the opportunity to do tons of the rad shit that Because a lot of people want to are like, how come Jared, you know, making this much money, but if she, people in the band, blah blah blah, well, you know why? Because Jared wakes up, eats, sleeps, and breathes head PE for the last twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where other motherfuckers wake up and have a hobby that they're doing. I get. I, there's no hobbies. This <laughs> is the hobby. This is the life. This is the hobby. I have written 150 published head P.E. songs. You know what I'm saying? Every day I've had to wake up and scheme. You know, it's been really hard. Like, of course, in the huge days, like the ones you mentioned of Linkin Park and playing at the festivals and all that, great. We signed a million-dollar record deal and everything was taken care of us. But guess what? After that shit was gone and then I entered the underground, I still had great years because Renegade came out. We played more radio festivals. Whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, it's turned out, you know, I had to turn into a small businessman and operate my shit like that, you know what I'm saying, Right. in order to stay around this long. And, you know, but, you know, as you get older, it takes more to, to be able to be in a touring band. So, you know, players have come and gone, but I'm still here because, you know what? Songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it, it's going to be the songwriting that's going to keep people around that Still want to be in touch because if you're just gonna play broke for 20 years it's not gonna work out right you know because those people that loved broke are gone now they like have their own families right and they don't want to go to shows they don't want to buy new music they're done so you know you have to kind of even though the the, the, the market may be less numbers wise got to put out new music and still try and tap into You know what people uh, are finding interesting through songwriting, right? So I don't know, dude. That's some of the of the recipe for still being
0: around and still not having to get a real job, right? So with broke, (laughs) which it's you're right. You know something. You know why this is like the good old saying. You know, if you love what you do, it's not really a job. But with broke, do you have any plans when we're back to normal here and we hit the stage? of playing a full-blown uh, tour of dude, the we record. Dude, we were gonna land. do it. Okay, okay. We were gonna do it. We
1: were gonna go do the whole world. I had the whole fucking world booked already. This was my year. No, this was my year. I always make money every fucking year, but I was gonna make yeah. twice as much because of broke. And I, let me tell you something, Rodolfo, yeah. I'm not a dude who wants to play the whole record, okay? cringy to me but the money was on the table to do it so i was gonna do it i, was gonna, I mean i had a tour broke tours booked all across the u.s russia to prague to london to new zealand to australia playing the broke record and then covid19 hit so you know we'll see what happens next year
0: that's all we could do. But I, I could tell you this, Jared, we're excited for the new album and, of course, playing that new music. Make sure you mark in there, Miami. We want you back down here. And we wanted to hit the pit and uh, My dude, know, yeah. crack, an op- crack, crack an open one in there and, and hang out and uh, enjoy some good old Head PE, man. But let me tell you, you've, you've definitely set the pace. You you've guys, Head PE, has 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 opened uh, that avenue for, for bands with, with, with that type uh, of music that you have. Um, just the other day, I, I was in Japan, and, and there's a band over there that reminded you, me of you guys. They're, they're actually called Sim. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of them, but man, like, <laughs> it's like, what the hell? This is a Japanese version of Head PE. Uh, but, sure there is, dude, but
1: when we used to go to Japan uh-huh. uh, in our more of the heyday, t- tons of Head PE style bands, yeah. rapping and metal and a DJ, yeah, like as many as you could count.
0: Yeah, it's quite crazy. You definitely have, have the, one of the pioneers, right, uh, of this type of, uh, of music and keep sure, doing it. Sure, but you know, yeah, but I'm on the
1: shoulders of other bands, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Anthrax and the Onyx, you right. know. And the, Onyx, <laughs> you oh, man. Know, just the,
0: the, <laughs> Fugees,
1: the Fugees and, and Rage Against the Machine was out before us doing their thing. So you know, it's, uh, everything is on top of the shoulders of the next, like science,
0: right? Well, you're you're taking it back, but at the same time, you're making me feel old, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, though. Jared, thanks so much, man. Uh, be safe out there, and we can't wait to see you down here in South Florida, and can't wait to see to hear uh, the oh, new album well. available. See, real soon. Check in with me. We'll do. See, check we'll... in with me when I get there. You got it, Jared. Thanks so much, man. Thanks again Jared, appreciate your time man and joining us here on the program. Great music coming out. you got to listen to the, that first single first Blood uh, really takes it back to the old school roots of head PE. So Jared, thanks so much and uh, looking forward to catching you once again out on the road very very soon when all of this stuff comes to an end. Thank you very much and again make sure you uh, head out on and play. The August twentieth, Friday, on, on your favorite streaming platform, or just purchase it. You can still purchase it on iTunes. If you not under-tru. you can't so, it. So appreciate the target out here. And again, we'll See you real soon! Down here in Florida for another kickback. In this sport so there's no doubt in my mind that you my friend will be part of great stories of mixed martial arts so there's nothing to be ashamed of now steve Miochiek, the current heavyweight champion there's no doubt in my mind should have another opportunity uh against francis franzangano um perhaps you could see the same result and then the debate the goes who is the best all-time heavyweight champion uh, steven myociek of course is up there but then someone mentioned fedor Emelianenko. now when it comes to the ufc there is no doubt that he is the best heavyweight champion and that's Stephen myociek because of his longevity as a champion you know that's one belt really that that Many people have carried it, you know. It's it's not it's not like a John Jones that has held the title for long. Anderson Silva held his middleweight championship for a long time, but the heavyweight belt really, the the the, the longevity of holding it is not as much as the other, belts. So it, it goes to Steve Miochik. But back to the debate, of Fedor Emelianenko. Yes, he is a great heavyweight. There's no doubt about that. In mixed martial arts, in general, now. When it comes to greatest UFC heavyweight champion, there's no doubt that Stipe Miocciak would be it. And and also, let's look at the quality of fighters that Fedor competed against. The level of fighting uh, or fighters that he competed against compared to now is completely different. Um, Back then, it was these really tough brawlers... Uh, but this game of mixed martial arts has evolutionized so much. It's not just about the powerful guys in the heavyweight division knocking each other out, you know. And I see, you, 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 it's it's really changed a lot. Um, and there's no doubt in my mind again that that Fedor Melenko is a, a great champion. There's no doubt about that. There, he is a great heavyweight champion, but comparing it to today and stipe Miochiak and the type of competition that he has gone up against okay completely different from emilio emilio merilenko a fedor and, and again back to the discussion fedor competed in strike force he competed in one global yeah his his record is a whole lot more of fights compared to stipe But just take a look at the names that Fedor took on compared to who has Stipe has, to, has, has has defeated. Now, in my opinion, Stipe still has some time to go. I mean, this is he's still in the fight game. And so is Fedor. Fedor just recently competed. Of course, he's not competing against the quality of fighters that he would have if he were to be in the UFC. And he is up there in age. But you got to give credit where credit is due. And, and Stipe Milchik, no doubt, is... If not one of the best heavyweight champions in all of mixed martial arts, not just in you and the UFC. If you care to debate, shoot us an email in for the Romanshow.com or write to us on social media at the Roman Show or Roman show media on Facebook and on Instagram. Congratulations goes out to the Colombian warrior Danny Chavez fighting out of Miami uh, out of Miami. Representing the Colombians and um, competing or training at MMA Masters down here in Miami, Florida. Danny Chavez, I know very well. A good friend of mine. Uh, trained, He actually trained me a couple of times. And, and I have to say that the, that the man uh, went into the UFC. He just recently competed in a fight where he knocked out his opponent in the first round for a title in another promotion. He gets the call in less than a month. The guy goes into the UFC, defeated T.J. Brown in a very dominant fashion. He looked fast. He looked strong. He even got an interview there with Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan praised him and, and gave him kudos. Danny Chavez looked phenomenal in there, very cautious, very strategic, didn't throw away his shots. Every time he threw something, it was to connect. And I have to tell you that Danny Chavez looks really good in the UFC, and I see him out there for quite some time and uh definitely a threat to the division no doubt in my mind danny chavez has made uh, miami florida very proud uh and he looks so confident going in there and you know the story that he has he's been in, the, in mixed martial arts for over 10 years and he finally gets the call from the ufc to compete inside the octagon and he did not not at all Disappoint. He had many people on social media giving him props and support. Uh, Looking forward to having him here in the program very soon to talk about his experience in the UFC because no doubt in my mind that this guy is going to do or cause some waves in the octagon. Well, with that being said, we really appreciate your time here in the program. We hope you enjoy yourselves the rest of the week. Have a good one and again stay safe stay clean and if you haven't been on you haven't been heard we'll catch you right here on the roman show as we welcome miggy of relent next week on the roman show you don't want to miss it the band out of texas uh spreading some positive music you've uh, listened to them on sirius xm relent Mickey the vocalist throwing this on the program We'll catch you next week. Enjoy, everyone. Cheers.